Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. I was lamenting I've never seen Nikki wear a thrash metal t-shirt until this day. And she walks in wearing a uh, sort of a black and gray, white and white and black and gray tie-dyed Slayer t-shirt. It's very kick-ass. I liked it so much that I bought it directly from the Slayer website, which That's is typically way. more expensive yep. than other methods. But the money goes straight but, to the band without yeah. having to pay some sort of third it's party like or whatever. Buying a T-shirt at the show, you know, they're always right. going to be like twenty bucks more expensive, but you're directly supporting the band. So now that we're on the air, name three songs: Disciple, Rain and Blood, and Seasons of Abyss. There are my in the abyss. But in the okay. abyss. Yeah. I was. Close. I'm pretty sure those are the ones Captain said earlier. No, 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 no. he didn't say right. disciple. Okay, okay. no, right. I didn't. I said uh, rain and blood, uh, skeletons of society, and hmm, what was the third one? Uh, I mean, I know like a whole bunch of them. Oh, I bet. Can just pick uh, a different uh, one. One, one of one of my <laughs> favorite ones. Uh, they did a a cover album called Undisputed Attitude. Where they oh. covered a bunch of punk rock songs. Uh, I did not know uh, this. Richard hung himself is uh, one of my favorites off of that. Uh, so yeah, I, that like everybody's like, oh, you're a big Slayer fan. What's your favorite Slayer album? And like, that's a loaded question because I like a bunch of their albums. Season of the Abyss is probably up there. You know, it probably alternates. But I really like the cover album, man. Undisputed Attitude, because just out of nowhere, Slayer's doing covers of punk songs. I usually don't like cover albums. And I usually don't either, but like it's it's Slayer, and they're super aggressive with it, too. So it wasn't like they took punk songs and made them lamer. They took punk songs and made them Slayer-er. They made them <laughs> Slayer. Yeah, So and, and it's really good. Uh, I really like that album. Uh, you know, some Slayer fans would be like, oh, dude, that's not even close to their best album. It's like, it's an opinion question, bro. Yeah. You know, you have a different no one than I do. No wrong answers. So. One of the reasons that I don't participate in this phenomena of when you see a chick wearing a band shirt to like quiz them, right? I it, hope it's because you're not is, a douche because it's is, a douche move. <laughs> it's just funny. Cause I mean, being Nikki. <laughs> okay, yes, I'm not a douche, but also because I'm old. Okay, right, and I don't expect somebody Nikki's age, okay, to have the level of knowledge of Slayer that I have. Okay, right. I would be very surprised if. Somebody Nikki's age could name an album, much less okay. three songs, right? And so Nikki, I know, is already you know a musically inclined person. Right. So you know that's I, the other yeah. irony coming from me because I don't listen to a lot of music. I have I've been to like a concert my entire life. A concert, a concert. Which one? Uh, it was it was uh, GBH. What is that? It's a punk band. So I went to like one concert. I bought the band shirt because, hey, it's my only time. Right? My first, yep. I'm like in my 30s at this yep. point. First concert. So I bought the shirt. And if someone caught me with the shirt, I, I couldn't even name one. Because yeah. I wasn't paying attention. And I didn't buy, I don't have any of the albums. I just bought the shirt as a souvenir. On the, uh, just thinking of the inverse of this phenomena, like if a dude is wearing a band t-shirt, I have never, ever in my 50 years on planet Earth seen a girl come up to a dude and be like, can you name three songs from that band? <laughs> like, it's just never happened. Yeah. It's never occurred. No, because it's a douchey neckbeard thing to do. <laughs> and yeah. chicks usually aren't like that. For the most part. Yeah, for the most yeah, part. For the most part. For the most part. Yeah. yeah, okay. I apparently hang out with different chicks than you guys do. But what, you know the chicks you hang out with would do that? <laughs> Some of them. Or at least be douchey. Okay. Yeah. Not necessarily to me, but well, to other chicks. Anyway. Yeah. Right? There's chicks. Well, yeah. That's a whole of, separate thing. They're kind yeah. of competitive with each other from time to time. All the time. From time to time. If that sure. time Actually, is the time that's now and also before, then so be it. And in the future. <laughs> Every time I see a woman, even if, like, despite what she's wearing, I always pick a random band and I ask her to name three songs from that band. I don't believe you. You, know? you just made that up. Is we that should, what you're going to do from now on? We should yeah. film that now. Yeah. That'd be like a good like man on the street type yeah. video. <laughs> right. Not a musician again, right? Like no musical talent at yeah. all. Okay. How important is the conductor? Really? I have no clue. I mean, couldn't tell you. If like all the all the rehearsals, all the practices, right? Like you know the timing. 
You hear it. You'd think so. You would I think mean, it's, it's what does that guy do? It's the equivalent of having a coach in like football, NFL. Right? Yeah. So like, could the team go out there, call their own plays, and play the game? Yes, absolutely, they could. Particularly if you know the quarterback has like a coach's mind. You know what I yeah. mean? That kind of a thing. So all of the musicians in like an orchestra, for example, could totally go out there. Okay. And one guy would have to be like one, two, three, and then everybody could kick in as long as they can read the music. Drummer. Perhaps I'm the just, drummer. Perhaps the drummer. For I'm example, I'm just thinking of like a metal band. Or like a rock and roll band with a conductor in the front of it, like. <laughs> for the, so for the sports analogy though, yeah. that would be the coach, like in your ear, right, for the entire game, not just calling the play, right, but telling you like, all right, move left, you know, throw to Antonio, yep. or whatever, the whole game, right, yep. So I was in the school band. And I remember the music teacher, what did you play? Or the clarinet, and he would stand up there with a pencil and kind of like do a little wag thing with it. Not Oof. like a full conductor arm swing, but just a he little one. He was just one. a doctor. He was just, a, exactly. He was just a doctor. But I had no clue. Like, Productor. Him doing that didn't tell me anything. I was like, he's just jamming up there. Like, I don't know. Yeah. He's just dancing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like when you play in a band and like people are sort of swaying to the music or if they're headbanging or whatever you know that kind of thing like those are the conductors they're they're kind of keeping the tempo yeah. for you so you know like well so some of them well maybe okay like so if you know a conductor or if you are a conductor what give us a call oddly enough i was having this conversation recently about old deodorants that i used to wear yeah and i used i used to be like the brute active blue guy oh that was a good one. I had the, uh, uh, as a kid. With the click applicator? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never had that one. I, I used to have the uh, the green one. It was in the, the cylinder container. I've had that container, as well. yep. And you pop the top off and you have to turn the whole bottom of yep. it to get it to, you know, make itself available for you to do the pit crayon. That's what I call deodorant, by the way. The pit, pit crayon. crayon. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's common, you know, but... It, I've never heard that, but it's, it's very accurate. accurate. Yeah. yeah. You're like, oh, it is pit crayon. Wow, weird. You use this crayon on your pits? Huh. Ironically now, even though it's, you know, it's, I don't even know if you can still find it, but I'm an Axe guy because Axe has a scent called Anarchy. Really? <laughs> I didn't yes. know this. Cool. Does I'm it a, smell good? Yeah. I mean, I wear it. So. Well, one thing's for sure. It doesn't smell like bureaucrats. Right. So I went, <laughs> Thank God. How, how can I be the anarchist and not smell like anarchy? And so I just. What I, is the scent of anarchy? I don't though? know. Like, but, Ask Axe. Remind me and I'll bring the can and we'll just light up the room a little bit. We'll have to axe them what anarchy sounds like. <laughs> yes, timpani. Timpani. We should talk about something. This banter is getting ridiculous. I mean, we could probably ridiculous banter for the entire show. If probably we so could. Chose. This is not beer talk live. <laughs> we must do actual news. No. Oh. Although, actual news. That's. <laughs> well, let's not go. <laughs> let's getting, not get crazy. Yeah. Actual news. Uh, uh, I don't know if you all had a chance to listen or take a look at uh, the uh, the website. Uh, so beard talk live, the uncensored oh, after show. Well, it's on the freetalklive.com, so when you see the list of all the episodes of Free Talk Live, yeah. Beard Talk Live also appears in there because it's obviously an offshoot of Free Talk Live. It's just uncensored, yeah. internet only. But uh, we got a logo made. I know. I saw that. And so That was good. wonderful. Yeah, that, the yeah, logo was great. great. Yeah, I thought it added a, an air of professionality that, well, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for my uh, prosthetic... Captain the, brings that up on Beer Talk Live, right? Like we've done nothing on the guest beer. I'm like, no, because I have beard, yeah. because I have provided a link to procure the guest beer. Yeah, well, so well, we're waiting for the funds. The so we, we're starting a GoFundMe uh, which, for the forty dollars yeah, or however, which none of us have actually started. By the way, okay. no. in fact, I spent more than that on the logo. Uh, because I thought that the logo was more probably important than more the guest important beard. Than the guest beard. More important yeah. than getting Nikki a prosthetic so she can Come be on, on the show. I, Come on, you know the logo. I the logo. Yeah, the okay. logo. All right. Yeah. I want to talk about this other thing because we just mentioned Bitcoin.com, and uh, one of my favorite writers over there uh, is a guy named Jamie Redman. Who actually? Let me check now. 
yeah, he did put this story together. Uh, we talk sometimes about uh, the economy, right? Because we want people to to prosper. We want people to, you know, have a, a good life, uh, yep. live the kind of life that they want, have the, you know, the sort of the things or the people, uh, you know, be wealthy in ways that not aren't always surrounded by money, but money abundance, you know, uh, abundance. Yeah. Well, and to counteract the effects of government intervention, most importantly, especially that. So we keep track of things regarding economies, and I just saw this today. It was apparently posted two days ago, but Germany's inflation hits double digits for the first time wow. since World War II. Their parliament reveals a $195 billion subsidies package to make prices drop. So, Oh, my God. So I was, ta- I was uh, talking about this yesterday. Okay. And... It's it's a weird situation that we find ourselves in as people from the libertarian tradition, Austrian economics, Mm -hmm. because we define inflation in a very specific way. Right. Right. An increase in the money supply. Right. Boom. Basic. Basic. And when we're pitching that to people, that's what we say. And then we get news of the world. Where saying inf- the opposite, basically. Not just saying the opposite, but that inflation is a worldwide thing right now. Right? Like it's going up in the United States. It's going up in Germany. It's going up in the United Kingdom. It's true. It is. Understood. From the, the perspective you mentioned, where all these governments have printed more money. But that's the part that's hard to get the message across. Right? It's because misleading it's, the way they deliver their version of the message. Right. Because, like, well, if, the, if, it's, if it's printing money and it's the U.S. printing the money... Right then, why is inflation going up everywhere? Because they're all printing. money. Because they're all printing the money, right. but that part gets left out out of every conversation. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm throwing it back in here Good. to say the reason Germany and the United Kingdom and every place else, it's not because it's a worldwide phenomenon. Right. Is because they're implementing similar dumb policies, yeah. like oh. stimulating the economy. Every, every one of these governments has a central bank. When it comes to governments, they are very much like. The WWE, the World Wrestling Entertainment uh, Organization. Yeah. yeah. And that is to say, when you watch the wrestling entertainment show, uh, they distinctly show that, oh, here's the good guys and here's the bad guys. And occasionally one guy will switch from being a good guy to a bad guy or a bad guy to a good guy and like that kind of a thing. But you always know it's very distinct who the good guys are and who the bad guys are. And then occasionally somebody will jump ship. But when the show is over... And it's between shows, and they're all hanging out backstage. They're all friends with each other. They're yeah, all, for the most part. You know, they're, yeah. they're all there to put on the show, and that's what these governments are doing. They're all working together. We saw them work in concert, no pun intended, in concert during COVID to bring about what almost was global uh, martial law, Right. Because the only thing missing from the lockdowns during COVID were the tanks in the streets and the and the military occupation in the cities. That's the only thing missing from the COVID lockdowns. Otherwise, well, we saw that other places, though. We did. And what I'm you saying know? is, like, imagine if they had just taken it a step further than they took it. We would have seen global, global martial law. Yeah. I hear what you're saying, and I can't. Whereas I I understand the analogy with professional wrestling, yeah. as a big fan of professional wrestling myself, I just can't imagine that there are no true enemies or no ambitious leaders willing to buck the trend for their own benefit, right? Like there, there's got there's 180 some odd countries. There well, has there, to be there, one going. There was his name was Gaddafi, and he okay. tried to move his country into the gold standard. And look at what they did to him. Okay, so so they're inflating their own currency. They're they're hurting their own local currency, their own local people, out of fear of retribution from the United States. Well, I think there's a bigger plan, and we aren't. You know, we just don't know it. Yeah, I'm sure there's I know a I lot. Don't know it, but like, it sure feels like there's a. There's there's something afoot. They can't be that dumb. They're not that dumb. Yeah. I refuse to believe that those people that have rose to that level of power are that dumb, and they don't know what all this stimulus is going to yeah. do. Yeah. They yep. know, and there's a purpose. And all I'm saying is there has to there has to be another a, a balance to that scale of someone going like, yes, we know, and this is my chance to like 
rise up through those international rankings. Yeah, I mean, much like Gaddafi tried. The uh, I would say uh, was it Venezuela that adopted the the Bitcoin. Sure, yeah. Right? That, to me, is like the only semblance of what you're suggesting that I can tell. I just wanted to say that the question of inflation in Germany is not as simple as it sounds. The fact of the matter is... It's not an increase in the money supply? Yes, of course, because... Then it's as simple as it sounds. So what's not so simple about that? Well, remember originally when the European community got started, it was called the European Economic Community. And then they changed the name to the European Community. Wait, the European Economic Community, is that pronounced yuck? That's pronounced by ek more than I think. E-U-C, yuck. It's like E-U-E-W-E. Anyway, go ahead, Robert. Okay, so anyhow, what happened was that the European, that they came together as an economic group, not in anything else really, not in terms of the government, not in terms of the military, just really in terms of the economy in order to the wall in Europe so that they could operate as an economic unit, you see, and, and, and that would be to their advantage, which it was. The problem was that Germany was no longer in control over the money because it shared control with all of the other members of the European community. And, of course, the people who really got control over things in Germany were the people who wanted it in the first place, the only people who wanted it, and those were the, the biggest businesses in Germany because so- they were involved yeah, we're we're talking about the the invention of the euro, right? Back in the day, and if I remember correctly, wasn't wasn't Germany the one sort of propping up everybody else? Yes, and it still is. Yeah, and that's why Germany suffers so much because we're giving our money out to everybody under the sun in Europe. So it, we it, it's oozing out of our system, and we can't even control it anymore. You can't flood the market with more money out of nowhere. And expect prices to go down, which is what this article from Bitcoin.com suggests. It suggests that uh, Germany's inflation hits double digits for the first time since WW2. Parliament reveals $195 billion in subsidies packages to make prices drop. So it's going to get worse. Prices aren't going to It's like down. a bad joke. They're, they're, they're doing it in California here. Right, I go. Oh my God! Inflation is hitting our people. We There's need to send out stimulus money. checks. Yeah, yeah. yeah which and it would be, you just- know, if they were sending out stimulus checks from some, you know, stash of stolen money they had, whatever, that wouldn't cause inflation. But when they are literally printing more money, creating money out of thin air to give to people, it just makes it worse. You might have well just not give people anything. Because they still can't afford the rent. They yeah. still can't afford groceries. And so can, what's the point? And we can see this evidence just by taking a look at like ads from you know 30 years ago, 40 years ago, right? Uh, used to be you could buy a brand new car, like a muscle car, yep. for like three grand. I, you can't even buy a used car for three grand at this no, point. No, yeah. You know? You can't. That was an article that I, I shared. I don't know if anyone talked about it on air. Um, they came out with a new stimulus for electric vehicles, or like thousand dollar credit yeah. for electric vehicles. Ooh. And then Ford went, okay, so now electric vehicles cost a thousand dollars more. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we okay. talked. We covered right. that a little bit. We okay, didn't go in depth, but yeah, it like, and that's what happens, right? The same thing happened with uh, what was uh, what was the Obama thing he did with the used cars, the cash uh, for clunkers, cash for clunkers, right? Yeah, that was insidious too. Yeah. Yeah, and it it backfired, right? It caused a uh, a depletion of the used car inventory. I don't okay. I don't think that backfired. I think that was insidious. Yeah. Call me a conspiracy theorist. They got rid of all the the clunkers, right? Right. With, without computers, without in them. the computers in them, right? And then now the only used cars you can get are ones that can be controlled remotely by a nefarious actor. I mean, you can still get cars that don't have that, but because they're more, more though, and more yeah. rare. But they're more and more rare, yep. and, and therefore those, ex- those prices have gone up. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's hard for me, because I, I, I prefer cars with manual transmissions, and it was hard for me to even find a, a manual. Yeah, that's a And dying. my car's only like a 08, you know, 09. That's a dying, it's actually impressive that you can drive manual, uh, because very few people are taught that anymore. Yeah. It, it would be like uh, asking a 10-year-old to, you know, write an essay in cursive. Like, it just doesn't happen. They well, don't they really also don't teach. teach kids cursive anymore. That's what I'm saying. So, like, oh, yeah. You know, manual, the ability to drive a manual transmission is going the way of the cursive writing. Yeah. Which is not at all, right? So I have a, I have a device at home 
that's you know about the a, size of a magic rectangle. It, it sort of, but it's not the phone. It's the like second about, magic. It's rectangle. about the size of a phone, mm-hmm. but it's a handheld like keyboard and mouse. Ooh, right. You can use it like remotely or whatever. And I just I'm I'm waiting for the day where that gets taught in schools as opposed to the the keyboard sitting in front of you because everyone spends so much time on their phones thumb typing anyway yeah. Yeah, you might as well, well have a keyboard that you thumb type on for your computer at the same time you mentioned just the headline that you basically hold out the pussy to save the cows and the planet and i told you when i called and this sounds like something joy Bayhart and old Whoopi goldberg and them old birds from the view something might have come up with you know, women are so attractive, they got to pay for an escort and such. Uh, it does sound like that, and there's certainly a uh, a slant to this uh, that we'll get into uh, once we start talking about the article. I guess we can get into it because you brought it up. All right, so I'll just sit there for a minute, Major. Uh, so the headline, of course, reads, PETA calls for a female sex strike to save the planet from storms caused by steak and sausages. That's a loaded headline. Like Fake news. Yeah. But is it, though? I'm sure the calling for a strike thing is real, but I don't think steaks are causing global warming. Uh, Cow methane. Cow methane. This is written. Mm. This is, comes from uh, joannanova.com.au. So an Australian lady. By the way, uh, if you want to sound like an Australian uh, for the first time ever, if you've never sounded like one before... Uh, if you want to say space race in Australian, all you need to do is say spice rice. Spiced rice. No, no, no D. Spice rice. Spice rice. See, yeah, he's got it. Yeah, it's a spice rice. It's yeah, not a space race. It's a spice there. rice. Got it. Yes, Major, you've got it as well. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, it doesn't go spreading around and when, you know, government calls for a vaccine against it, whatever it might be. Spice rice. Spice rice. Have you gotten the spice rice vaccine? No. Oh, look at that. Special delivery. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we might have to take away one merit because, oh, that is the greatest mug I think I've ever seen. You can't so, take away a merit. No. you got to give her another point. Yeah. Come on, Jesus. I, I, I took, <laughs> so, well, I was going to take one away because she only ordered enough for herself and okay. didn't bring oh, us sorry, any. guys. But then I see the mug, and for those of you who can't see because this is a radio show. Or because you're blind. It's a, well, Okay. <laughs> or somebody maced you recently. <laughs> There's many reasons why you might not be able to see. Uh, this, this mug, this mug, instead of having a regular coffee handle, yeah. has the handle of what is this? A nine millimeter? Yeah, it looks like it's it. some it's sort a of pistol. pistol grip. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, but not like a revolver. It's more like a you know. How do you hold that thing? Do you yeah. keep it like finger in register and put the pinky up? There's no chance that animal activists could be fooled by emotional, soppy propaganda pushed by global bankers, billionaires, and U.N. industrial cartels, right? PETA can tell those moist, adiabatic lapse rates from the missing tropospheric hotspots if only men could, too. Yeah. It's, this is such Moist? A, yeah. <laughs> tropospheric? Uh, tro- tropospheric. Trumposphere. Yeah, like trump- tropospheric. Tropospheric. Not tropospheric. Not like, you like know. The atmosphere. One like of the Trump's layers. Over the tropics. So, not like Trump's gotten so fat that he has his own orbit. Well, yeah, you knocked my marble off a of kilter there for a second. Well, put, put your marble back on the kilter because there's more. <laughs> PETA strays so far out of their lane, they end up in orbit. They alternatively blame bad weather on meat eating. Then on men, on toxic masculinity, and then they blame the babies too. It's breathtaking and grandiose, overbearing, imperious intolerance. Apparently, omnivorous men don't deserve to have babies. A ban on procreation for meeting eating men would be purposeful. They actually say that. Your value to the world is measured in tons of carbon. A bit like a farm animal, really. Except PETA select for... Small and obedient, except PETA select for small and obedient. Yeah, okay. Poorly written sentence. Bottom line, it's noble to treat your significant other as a cheap political toy. But remember, be nice to animals. That's ethics the PETA way. The other, the other side of that equation with the low value aspect of it, 
right, is there are going to be simps yeah. who will totally give up meat to get yeah. with that chick. Yeah. Or and at least pretend to. Sure. I mean. But at the same time, you know, let them have each other. I, I just think, so I've been a vegetarian for a long time, and I've had other vegetarian slash vegan friends be like, oh, when are you going to like manipulate Matt into not eating meat anymore? And I just have never had any interest in ever doing that to anyone. That's the whole point of, you know, being a voluntarist or, you know, yeah, you know, it's right. he can do whatever he wants to do. And I'm not going to try to coerce or threaten him into doing it. Yes, I heard is the idea of a sex strike. I find that idea repugnant using sex as a bargaining chip. Yeah. To, to say you won't do, I won't do it unless you do this and so, is the other side of the coin is if you do do what I want, then I will do it. Uh-huh, well, uh, there is a word for a woman who does, who has sex in order to get something. Uh, that uh, word is uh, not particularly complimentary uh, to the person, and uh, that's what I think of it, though. What, like prostitute? Uh, yeah. Or maybe oh. another word that starts with a W. Oh. That's also where the guy will go if you withhold the sex. Well, yeah, and well, you know what happens with... Women who get married should be glad to do it with their husbands. Ooh. Uh, I agree. Only if they before. get married, though. But only with their husbands. So you know what really happens in the circumstance? Because I've seen this before. Guys will just pretend that they're doing the thing, and then when... Ladies not around. Oh, I'm going to go, you know, out with the boys, have a burger, whatever. People are going to do whatever they want to do. That's just human life, nature. man. That's human nature. What's that, Joe? Yeah, she means the, the guy will go back on the agreement anyhow. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Because that's what you know, we do. Maybe. Well, no as a guy, there, there is something to be said about keeping your agreements, though, right? And that's supposed to be the whole premise of of marriage, right? That you agree to. And like, you know, people's marriages should be their own, right? You shouldn't necessarily subscribe to one idea. You should make it your own and make your own agreements between you and your significant other. Uh, if, if that's what you choose to do, but you should indeed keep that agreement. I mean, most of them end with till death do us part. And there's a lot of divorce going on right now, probably for the best. I was going to ask, you were talking about the, uh, the killing of the lobsters. Yeah. Did you use the Mark Edge technique? I don't know what the Mark Edge technique is. Uh, the Mark is. Edge technique is uh, when you have animals that you're going to kill for food, oh, that okay. you name them after politicians to help with the killing. No. I had no trouble with the killing. Did not have to. <laughs> you heartless son of a bitch. <laughs> I also want to add killing of the lobsters to the band name killing list. Killing of the lobsters. It doesn't end in ATOR, but it's still pretty good. Yeah. Killing of the lobster Different list. <laughs> The knife that we used, we called Excalibur because it was like a giant chef knife, specifically for the. Was purpose. it kept in a stone? Not in a stone, but it was def- it was kept aside from all the other knives in the kitchen. That was the lobster killing knife. It really was. That's ex- it had one purpose in the kitchen, and that was to cut a lobster in half alive. Do you think the like the other lobsters were fearful of that knife more so than the others? I don't know. Did they know that that was specifically for them? I doubt it. I mean. We kept the we kept the claws rubber band until they were dead. So I mean, so you did torture him? No, it was a clean kill, as clean as can be. Well, I'm keeping uh, keeping a creature's hands tied bound? up. Is, okay. Is... So, I'm wondering how else you would kill them, though, because it sounds very dramatic to say I, I cut its head in half while it was still alive. Yeah, but isn't the well, purpose to kill them though? There's, yeah. is that there's what you're many doing? ways yeah. to kill a lobster, right? Hand grenade, for example. That's, Boiling that's a it way. alive. Yeah. That's a way. Uh, you know, boiled lobster. Steam lobster. Hand grenade lobster. Hand grenade lobster. <laughs> Nine millimeter pistol lobster. We had a big old lobster farm, and there's so many ways that you can just go on and kill a lobster. Crushed under the boot lobster. Oh, you're just being shellfish. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know, you're going to tell me you're driving a rented stingray, and it was overheating, so you pulled into a shell station. They said you'd blown a seal, and you said, fix the damn thing and leave my private life out of it, okay, pal? <laughs> So in a couple of days on Tuesday, I'm going to be having another discussion with Noam Chomsky on my show. Okay, cool. And, uh, yeah, 
I'm friends with Noam for many years, since 2014 when he was still at MIT. And since then, we've had a lot of discussions about free speech and capitalism and Israel and Russia and other things. Uh, what so, show is that, that that is your show, in case our listeners don't know? Oh, uh, the Intercoin Show. Okay. Uh, if the listeners want to uh, tune in, is it okay if I tell them? Of course. Uh, this, so this not if it's between day. 7 and 10 p.m. Eastern time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not. Uh, <laughs> Just saying. But it's, uh, it's Thursday um, at 12 Eastern time, 12, uh, Thursday at 12. Right. If they go to, uh, it's on Telegram. If you go to t.me slash intercoin. So intercoin is my company. And one of the things we started doing is we started a show where I interviewed like a lot of interesting people, like the founder of Freenet, the first decentralized social network, nice. and a lot of other people. Noam Chomsky is a weird one because he's good on certain issues. He's like a and terrible. He's like a left a anarchist, other. if if I remember right. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a fair description. Dude, dude's got a bunch of quotes that like I like, but then he's yeah. got some quotes that I'm like, really, where did that come from? Right. There's a lot of I'm going to say inconsistencies. In my well, opinion, there, you know, I'm a left uh, libertarian. Sure. Sorry I to hear thought. that. Yeah. Uh, you know, there there would have been Georges, uh, George Carlin, you could say, is the left libertarian, too. It's so uh, weird that, like, everybody claims George Carlin. Like, <laughs> Georges, well, jo- let me just say this. Georges are probably maybe the worst minarchist ever. <laughs> the worst. I am not a Georges. Oh, okay. Uh, All right. I thought you just said but, Georges. Uh, anyway, so, so what I want to say is Noam Chomsky and Sam Harris went at it several years ago. Uh, people who would uh, remember, they're both atheists, basically. But one thing that, uh, so, so Sam Harris was talking to Noam Chomsky about how the U.S., you know, is, uh, has good intentions and how it goes around the world with good intentions, whereas the bad guys, well, they have bad intentions. And if they had our type of weaponry, they'd just like destroy everybody. And we, well, we just, you know, have collateral damage and things like that. But overall, our intentions are good. I too hope that one day mankind will be able to, uh, you know, subscribe to a road service provider in the same way you subscribe to an internet service provider, sure. and that's how you get on the roads and drive around. You know, uh, no state necessary, right? No violence necessary. No road pirates necessary, uh, and you could do the same thing because all that governments do is provide services or products, but they do it in a monopoly, and at the behest of a gun. There's always coercion behind the state. Yeah. So when the state says nobody else can offer these products or services except us, what they're doing is threatening other people if they try and compete with them. And that's the part that we need to eliminate. As soon as we can eliminate that, as soon as we can build some sort of a thing that begins to compete with governments, then we will see liberty. Unfortunately, right now, there's also a movement uh, with regards to the Internet to declare it to be an essential service and run by the state. What? Internet service. Oh. Right? And you got to provide it. Oh, make it a utility. It's essential now, so now yeah, it's got to be a utility. Yeah, because that's, you know, uh, like food and water and of, shelter. Of course it should be run to the rural areas where they wouldn't normally get service because it's a necessity to live in modern society. And it's, it's a utility. Well, I mean, like, the internet is doing just fine by itself uh, without the government you know, getting involved. And in fact, if the government does get involved, it means the internet's going to suck more. The New Mexico Dave, he's a riot. But anyway. <laughs> you enjoy him? Um, oh, I wish he would riot. Oh, I mean, he is outlandish. He is an interesting person. He digs a, a nine-foot hole during the session to stay warm instead of paying for hotels. Um, kind of fascinating. So, but Anyway, Santa Fe, they're going to be getting all completely electric school buses and um, and then that should go well. cars. So oh, they okay. actually had a okay, so they actually had a all electric um, car at the plaza, Santa Fe Plaza, cars and you and so school buses and city work trucks completely electric was part of the showcase. So. You know, rest assured, we're going to be following California right along and just turn all electric. Oh, good, good. Glad school to hear bus. it. School bus might be a limited use case where an electric vehicle makes sense. 
What? Yeah, because you can, well, you can plug it in, wow. do the route, and then plug it back in. It does right. make more sense than me having, you know, my car, and it, it just doesn't really, if I'm going long distance somewhere, right. it doesn't make sense. You're never going long distance in a school bus, right? They do the same route right, think- daily. So an EV, well, an EV yeah, school but, bus is but a But until you take like a field trip to the nearest big city and, you know, you got to do the round Well, I wonder how and, many, you know. how long those batteries last. It should last at least like five hours. I yeah, would I think, mean, the technology right? certainly has come a long way. Just the fact that we have electric cars of many different varieties by many yeah. different manufacturers and uh, they're, you know, roadworthy and able to run with the, uh, you know, fuel based or the uh, fossil fuel based uh, vehicles at the same rate of speed and acceleration and all that kind of stuff uh, speaks volumes about the uh, the technology and how far yeah. it's come. But the school bus spends most of its days parked anyway, right? So yeah. Right. So I anyway, the, did I tell you that New Mexico is rated number fourth? We're number four with the cleanest state. Vermont came in number first with the no poison in the soils, but we're oh. ranked number four. And I just want to say. New Mexico has been traditionally very environmentally clean. I mean, well, yeah, but Sarah, again, New Mexico is a giant desert. Well, the, the people that stayed here, the, a lot of the natives, uh, they, um, and then a lot of the Latinos that were that remained and established the state, even a hundred years ago, they fought off the rubber so, companies, the petroleum company, but they never wanted to set up anyways. But, I mean, they had to fight them off. They wanted to set up shop here. If you're going to kill something, kill it quickly, right? One shot, one kill. Okay. Depends. That big knife, that big cheese knife in the kitchen, that straight blade pizza, that, uh, straight blade pizza knife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one strike down the spine of a lobster, and it's done. They don't feel anything. Are you a uh, a cook or a former cook? I've been cooking for pretty much all my professional career. Nice. How do they run the test to determine whether or not the lobster felt anything? Uh, well, uh, you can look back in the 16th and 17th centuries for that test. Okay. Called the guillotine. Okay. I mean, I hear what you're saying, and it sounds nice to tell people that, like, oh, don't worry about it. They don't feel anything. Uh, but at the same time, well, it's there's. Not that they don't feel anything. I mean, anything that lives and breathes feels something. Okay. Right down from the flowers to the trees to us and everything in between. Okay. That's the circle of life. Right. I'm not justifying it. I don't care. I'll kill the lobster. sharp snap is the quickest, most humane way of doing things. Okay. That seems like the right way to me. Like, you know, you want to be as humane as possible. I get it. But That's it's, the it's, only way to do it. That's but it sounds that. weird when they go like, they don't feel it. It's okay. You don't have to feel yeah. bad because they don't feel it. Well, and people use that argument with fishing, right? Well, they're like, oh, sure. oh, well, their nervous system is different. And I just can't believe it. Show me the EEG where it, you know, you're showing brain waves or whatever. Like, let's do a CAT scan on them and let's see, <laughs> you know. CAT scan on like, a fish. We, we fish need- scan fever. <laughs> Like I need some scientific sound, tests. Would it? Would it? What? What? How would your opinion change if you saw that test come out positively? Would you then be okay with fishing? I mean, I would absolutely be okay with it. I mean, I'm already would okay with involved? fishing, so like, I don't think my opinion I mean, would change. It's not that I'm not okay with fishing. Like, people can fish. I, you know, I'm not gonna like protest them and whatever, make I an abstinence pact, but. <laughs> But my point is, it's just weird to me that people are like fishing for sport and they're like, oh, no, it's fine. Even if they don't feel pain in their face okay. and their nervous system doesn't work that way, that sounds stressful. And, you know, my my philosophy is if you're going to catch a fish, eat it. Is fish the Absolutely. only is is fish the only um, animal where when you go to obtain some of it, it's called the animal? Like if I go, go fishing, you're not like bearing or yeah, cowing. Animals in the root of things. Yeah, I I go hunting for deer. I don't go deering. How many college merits do you think people get for listening to this show? I don't think they get any. No. No. I don't think they call them merits in college. Credits. By the time you get there. But that's what we call them. <laughs> we'll They're merits them. here. <laughs> yeah, and get your free talk live degree. <laughs> Only 128 merits. <laughs> <laughs> You do it right. We'll even print you a diploma. 
I wonder if government... <laughs> Stick it on the wall. Oh, where is it? I wonder if government would guarantee student loans for like, you know, Free Talk Live University. If we could start putting out content and, you know, calling it an educational course. That's we could. A, Learn at your own pace, kind of a thing. You know? Yeah. If anyone, if anyone wants to take over that responsibility, I don't. <laughs> I don't. So, sounds like a lot of work. Really. Yeah. It sounds okay. It sounds like a lot of work, and I don't know if Free Talk Live would be the type of organization to look for those government types of income. It streams. certainly would not. <laughs> right. As a matter be, of fact, because yeah. in libertarian circles, you already have the Ron. Paul curriculum, yep. right yeah. for that level. The Mises Institute, the Mises Institute for above that, and you got the Tuttle Twins books for below for that. Below that. Yep. Yep. So there's that's there's, all you need, really. There's a lot of educational resources to get you these so concepts. You've just invented the uh, free individual curriculum. There you go. Tuttle, Tuttle Twins. Twins, Ron Paul University, uh, Ron Paul curriculum, mm-hmm. and the Mises University. Bam, do it. Go. Graduate from all three of those. And people say that they can't homeschool. Boom. There it is. Right there for you. Well, and in that realm, uh, everything, literally everything that I learned in uh, grade school, kindergarten, grade school, middle school, and high school is now available in the form of YouTube or some sort of PDF document uh, on the internet. Any of you three young men, uh, fishermen or hunters? Fishermen or hunters? Nope. Nope. Uh, I have been hunting, and I have been fishing, and I also was a commercial fisherman for a short period of time. Well, that's pretty cool. Do you like to eat fish? I, uh, Nikki, I, I know you don't eat meat, but... Do you eat fish? Do you guys, do you guys I, enjoy eating meat? I recently became a pescatarian. Was She's graduated. Me? Yes. What does that mean? So now I do enjoy eating fish. It's like a vegetarian who also eats oh, fish. Yeah. Mm. It's pe- like a Pisces. Okay. <laughs> I'm a Pisces. I'm not a pescatarian. I'm on the cusp of Pisces and Aries. Apparently so. Jack's a Pisces. Yeah. I'm also a Pisces. Yeah. We rule, but I'm I don't March know what that's to do with eating fish. I'm March 20th. Sorry, March. me and Jack are having a side conversation about I'm, our birthdays. I'm, I march to no one. <laughs> but you know, I'm not a fisherman, but I've I've been fishing. And one of the things about it, and I want to go back real quick before I get uh, left off, is uh, Nikki made a really interesting comment. Why can't we put a fish maybe in a tank and put it into a, a CAT scan to its brain or an MRI, whichever one does yeah. the brain, fish scan. and put a hook in and out of its uh, you know, cheek? You're going to see it's still in pain, I believe. I, I'm yeah. sure there's some way to do that experiment. And I'm surprised it's never been done before. I'm sure it has. And maybe that's how people know that they don't feel pain. Who knows? That but I'm pretty like, sure they do. That seems like more torture. You're not going to get the fish's <laughs> consent for it. And all of a sudden, you're like hooking it in the mouth and then unhooking it, then hooking it again just to read the charts. Uh, look here, Mr. Fish. Uh, if you consent to sign these forms of consent so we can do these experiments Basically, on you, what's going uh, to the we'll, hospital we'll make like... sure We'll make sure to take care of your family, you see. And uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to perform these tests. That's like, right. That's it. You go fishing and it gets hooked, it gets hooked once. Right, and then the hook gets removed, and then it dies. Yeah. You know, whatever. Oh. But then well, now, no, now you put it in a tank, and you just keep hooking it. Well, just do it once. You don't have to keep doing oh, it. It's yeah. for the greater good. You know, it's for science. Oh, so now he's a fish martyr sacrifice. You got to do it more than once. You can't. It's just a one-off test. You gotta, you gotta, you know, you gotta baseline that thing and yeah. then see the result. There's yeah. no good answer. <laughs> let's talk about our beef. You know, let's not talk about it. What's your beef let's, with beef? We know what we do to our beef to make it taste good. It ain't pretty. Salt Butchers. it, grill it, pepper it. Oh yeah, kill them upside down and cut the neck so their blood their blood runs. Well, out. you could just well, yeah. you could do that after and just shoot it in the back of the neck first, and then do all the the upside yeah, down business. Radio, I guess. Let's talk about boobs. Sure. Please. <laughs> I uh, thought you were never. <laughs> Thought we were never going to get there. Get there. Yeah, it takes us a while to get through all of these stories. Uh, this is from OnlySky.media. Uh, I, I don't know. You brought this one in, right? I don't know which one you're talking it's, about. Maybe it's the Christian influencer gets holy oh, water yes! breast implants. Yes, this is satire, by the way. Okay, yeah, there's a big, big word says satire right above the. It's still funny. It is funny. Uh. Christian influencer Emma Antebellum proudly announced on TikTok that she recently got breast implants, which are filled 
with holy water. God bless. <laughs> How do you get baptized in that? You don't, I guess. Just bounce right off. Pop them. Breast implants consist of a silicon shell that holds either a silicon gel or saline water. Both are considered safe, even though the shell may rupture over time. However, there are growing voices on the possible uh, deleterious health effects that those may pose to women. Emma told her fans she was inspired to get the breast implants while reading 1 Corinthians six nineteen through 20. <laughs> Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you? Whom you have received from God. I, you are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. I'm pretty sure I quoted that in my religious exemption really? <laughs> application for work. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. My body is a temple. Uh, honoring <laughs> Jesus with my body means yep. to me going from a B cup to a D cup, she said. And you know what? Just as Jesus bought my soul, my superfans purchased these implants. I am so blessed. Ugh, love her. That's that's the entire article. That's all you need, really. All you need is boops. I thought you were going with the, the stripper only fans article as well. That's what I was expecting. I, you yeah. know, moving right along. Moving right along. Segway into the next topic or story. This from the nypost.com or nypost.com. So not satire. Not satire. Uh, this is from the lifestyle section. <laughs> lifestyle. No, it's certainly a lifestyle. Uh, retired officer 51 finds new career as a stripper cop, handcuffs included. So I, I would like just to read Bonnie's comment on the subject. <laughs> wow, she looks bad for 51. <laughs> she says, I created a stripping cop routine as I already have the truncheon and the handcuffs. The raunchy retiree told Southwest News Service on Friday. But it's England, so no guns. Right, yeah. Truncheon. Smash people. Humanely, of course. Halt, or I'll yell, halt again. (laughs) My routine, she says, involves walking up to the stage, waving two blue lights around, and then stepping up on a chair, pretending to direct traffic, then taking my first layer of clothing off, she dished. I then step into the audience and dish out fixed penalty tickets. With the offense of being too sexy. Can I suggest uh, LED nipple tassels with those blue lights? Uh, blue and red alternating. <laughs> I don't like this. Like, wee, 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 I don't, wee, like, like, first of all, I don't want to get, you know, uh, any attention from police whatsoever. Really. I don't want to get pulled over. I don't want to yep. get a citation. I don't want I don't want them to bust out their truncheon, you know, or their firearm. Or, you don't or want whatever. a lap dance? I don't want a lap dance from police, right? Like, the, this is not, no. in my, the, I find no sex appeal in this whatsoever. You could live out your activist yeah. fantasies of getting arrested and getting it on with the officer, though. I don't have that fantasy. <laughs> oh, okay. A lot of a lot of women I know have this like man in uniform fetish type yeah. of thing. And one day I was at my old job and the girls were on TikTok and they're like, "Oh my god, Nikki, look at how hot this guy is." And it's some cop and he's in uniform with his cruiser in the background. So you know like tick tick like tax dollars are paying for this guy to make this TikTok and he's like playing this weird song like walking seductively up to the camera and they're like, "Oh my god, he's so hot." I'm like, no, this is like not doing it for me. I'm actually repulsed, and now I'm going to go vomit in the bathroom. Thank no, you. thank you for it's being not, reasonable. Yeah, it's not going back to my gun tone chef. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this uh, police lady uh, Walton first joined the police force back in 1989 when she was just 18 years of age. So all she is known is being a tyrant, and so now that she's retired, she must. Uh, pretend that she's a tyrant in some sort of you know weird fetishized. I mean, uh, still a new voluntary career. You can subscribe or not subscribe to her OnlyFans page. Yeah, the British beauty spent more than a decade as a cop before taking a year of unpaid leave, traveling to Australia for a working holiday in 1999. When I got to Australia, I needed a job, so I became a skimpy barmaid. Dozens of Chicago inmates scored <laughs> PPP loans to make bond. No segue. Okay, just right into it. Just launched. Just you know, bam. Yeah, register Beer Talk Live as a corporation. Get a PPP loan for the community beard. Eh, I like them apples. It's a lot of beards. I mean, again, if you you know want to do that and you know gain that advantage, uh, feel free to do so. 
At least 25 people in Joliet, Illinois, which uh, is where the uh, Blues Brothers uh, were imprisoned for Right next time. to Romeo, Michigan. Oh, I didn't know that. No, not right next to it. <laughs> <laughs> Could be, though. <laughs> who were facing... Uh, at least 25 people in Joliet, Illinois, who were facing drug or weapons charges obtained PPP loans for fake businesses and then used the money to make bond and get out of jail. Brilliant. Fox 32. Brilliant, I say. Not all heroes wear capes. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So far, 15 people have been arrested and charged with offenses ranging from wire fraud to theft during an investigation dubbed Operation Triple P. Because apparently law enforcement have a bunch of artistic geniuses when it comes to naming their operations. They should just move to California or New York where they just get released without bail. Right. According to officials, inmates at the Will County Jail had been applying for and receiving Paycheck Protection Program loans. That's PPP loans for those of you not paying attention or playing the home game. Using fraudulent information, it's unclear if any of the inmates claimed to own a motorcycle dealer. I don't know why that's important. Some of the targets bonded out of their felony cases days after receiving their fraudulent loans, said Joliet Police Chief William Evans during a Wednesday press conference. The scheme was uncovered in November 2021 when Joliet detectives began comparing names on the PPP loans to the names of inmates facing felonies. Which should How have, are they even inspired to make that comparison? Right. Which should have disqualified them from the program. The majority of them also use their home address. So we did several periodic spot checks on the residences, said Detective James Kilgore. It's a, it's a hell of a police name. Officer Kilgore. He's a hunter, a fisher, and a lobster murderer. <laughs> Not to mention a road pirate. You just listened to the new extended Free Talk Live Daily Digest. We felt this format was more appropriate for our podcast audience and decided to make it our official podcast. If you subscribe to the Daily Digest or full episode RSS feeds, please resubscribe to the main FTL podcast feed, which you can find at feeds.freetalklive.com. The other feeds rely on a third-party service, and though they'll have the same content, we can't be sure how long they'll stay online. If you still want the entire radio show, you can listen live every night from 7 to 10 Eastern at freetalklive.com. Full video archives are at video.freetalklive.com or tune into our 24-7 stream for the latest show at listen.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live's amps will continue to receive the full two-hour radio show with no recorded commercials via podcast through Patreon. So please join amps.freetalklive.com for just $5 a month. Thank you for listening to and sharing Free Talk Live.